This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Well, good evening. It's Thursday on WTMJ Nights. Glad you're here. Want you to get involved in the program. It's easy to do. Use the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Why don't you? It's 855-616-1620. You call in, you'll be talking to Tommy. It's an odd week. This is like bizarro week with uh, Justin was with me early in the week, and Tommy is now with me this part of the week, which is completely backwards. You don't need to know that, but just know if I seem a little off, it's because, uh, you know, the the... The guys I work with are all jumping around, taking time off, and, and doing different things. But Tommy's here. You be nice to him, you get to me. That's how it works. Uh, big show. Let's start it off with our text question of the night, like we always do. You know, uh, the CEO of TikTok was on Capitol Hill today. Getting grilled by Republicans and Democrats. We'll talk about that. But our text question of the night is, what social media platform do you use most often and do you worry about your personal information while you are on that social media platform? So what social media platform do you use the most, if you use any? If not, you're probably better off. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but if you use them, are you worried about your personal information? Tommy, you were uh, you were doing the, uh, the early shifts, right? Or did you just switch with Justin this week because he's going out of town? Yep, Justin's going out of town this week. So I was in yesterday, my usual Wednesdays, but I took over his Thursday, Friday, Saturday for him, and he grabbed my Monday, Tuesdays from me. Lovely. Well, we'll be together tonight and tomorrow. That's always good. Yes, sir. Um, haven't talked to you in a while. Everything going all right? Big weekend? Did you do anything exciting since I've last talked to you? Uh, no, not really. Nothing too exciting. I, I was producing Wisconsin's Morning News last That's week, too, right. in the morning. That went well, I think. So Good. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It just had me all over the place now. Well, listen, you didn't get fired, so that's always good. That's good news. Yeah, that's you the know, good they news must right have, now. They must have liked the job you did. Because those, right. those, those guys, that's a serious show. Oh, yeah. Big time show right there. A lot of, lot of people listen to that one. A lot of people listen to it. You got to be on top of things. You actually have to break on time. They wouldn't put up with the shenanigans that we put up with here at night. No. So, um, so that's good. Congratulations on uh, on it going well. Thank you. Thank you, you. Thank a, you. Are you a social media guy? Um, I would like to think I'm less than I probably am. So I would say yes, I use social media, but I like to tell people that I'm not as into it. I think. Is that a badge of honor or is that a weird flex? Well, to say you're not on social media because you're it's like for me, a guy my age, I have a couple people that I know pretty well that, that they, honest to God, are not on social media. I can't say that and, I'm not on social media. That would be a lie for me, and I don't want to do that. But I will say no. that I think I probably use it less than the average person my age. Okay, that's what I was asking because in your age group, it seems to be if. If the world does not, uh, if it's not on social media, it didn't really happen. There's the <laughs> sure. old, there's the old joke. If it's not on Instagram, or if you're not, you know, you got to do it for the gram. Um, right, heard but, that one. You you sound like you're fitting in now. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not fitting in, but I know enough <laughs> to it. I have to stay up to date, and I do. All right, I'm on Facebook, which I know is the old person's social media. Yep. So, well, that that's on brand then for me. I, I would say so, yeah. I would say, I mean, I'm on Facebook. I check in. I just don't post on Facebook, really. 
I post a lot less than I used to. Okay. Now most of the posts are on the Brian Noonan Show page, mm -hmm. which uh, and it's about the show, this show, my podcast, all, all that stuff. It's yeah. professional. Um, because when I started uh, with Facebook, I was doing a show at another station, and that was where people were because Twitter, you know, we didn't have Twitter yet, and but I'm I'm on. I have a Twitter account. Uh, again, used to tweet more, especially when I was doing a sports show and I was watching hockey and I would tweet during the games and stuff. Sure. I don't really tweet too much anymore because Twitter is a, a cesspool of hatred. Yep. So, you know, not really much on there. Uh, I do avail myself of Instagram. I like to share a few photos, but it's mostly... The photos come down to like three different things. Me with a beer, me with a cigar, or me at Mardi Gras. Nice. Those are <laughs> that's yeah. that's, that, how, that's about how I treat Instagram too. I'm good for one Instagram post a year with a couple of photos in that post. And then Twitter is probably my most used social media by far. I like to keep up to date with stuff on that. It's also like really quick news as well. You know, not not to get your news from it, but if you want to find things, like Twitter is the Google social media, you know, if you would. You right. can find stuff very easily on Especially Twitter. Especially if you're f trying to follow a game or you're trying to follow, uh, you know, For sure. the trade deadlines and stuff. Yeah. Because yep. every sports reporter is on Twitter. Yeah. And they're all trying to be the first one. Almost so I have read to be. Twitter more than I, a lot more than I post on Absolutely, it. yeah. And I do not have TikTok. I, I do not have a TikTok. I haven't had TikTok in years I, I mean since it's come out over here i i got rid of it during the pandemic i want to say during 2020 i have a tiktok account and, and the app on my phone i have used posted never uh, i have looked at it probably in the and i think i downloaded it during the pandemic i may have looked at it twice I'm not I'm not their demographic well and now they every other social media just copies tiktok Yes. So there's no real need for me to even go back to it, in my opinion, because I see the reels and whatnot that I want to look at. It actually brought me back to Instagram, the reels. Okay. I don't use Instagram very much other than for that now. I, 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 don't, I don't see the point to having TikTok on me. And when I did have it, I found myself kind of engaged too much with it and spending oh, really? hours on it. Yeah. Just So when you say hours on it, because this is what I don't understand about TikTok, and I hear people say that you're just watching the videos is that how you blow that much time just right right through? you know it's a great nighttime social media relaxing in your bed you know you don't put your phone away so you just end up on your phone while you're laying down oh, I, I and, don't even bring my phone into my bedroom oh wow good my for phone you stays down charging in the kitchen i don't have my phone in my bedroom at all i have my phone charging right next to me because i didn't charge it overnight actually and that's nice. a very yeah so I'm always, my phone's always in the arm's reach when I go to sleep. Why? Just, I don't know why. It's, that's, I, I guess that's not healthy, but it just is. Here's my, and it's, it, you're not the only one by any stretch of the imagination. My wife sleeps with the phone right next to, right next to her. Uh, I don't. My theory is if somebody dies in the middle of the night, they'll still be dead in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so there's, there's not much I can do Does she at, at least 3 a.m. put it on a what? nightstand or something? Like I, my phone's in my bed. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah.
All right, you you may have a problem. Sorry, sorry. I don't, no, I, <laughs> I, I'm I'm worried about you. I'm not judging you. I'm actually concerned for your well-being. I guess, uh, yeah. Because one, who knows what kind of rays that's given off all night next to your head. Two, uh, like, do you do you get it's any alert? Like, if somebody te- somebody drunk texts you in the middle of the night, if your is your phone like buzzing? Nobody I know is going to try to contact me in the middle of the night. Okay. If something, and I do, this is a cop-out, because I said my wife sleeps with the phone next to her, her phone. So if something, God forbid, were to happen to our daughter, my wife's phone is going to ring, I'm going to hear it, and we're, we're going to be up. Sure. But I, I take it as I don't want that, like, I don't want to roll over in the morning and look at my phone right away. I, you know, I need to get up, get up. I don't look at the phone until I've been up probably half hour, 45 minutes after wow. I've showered. That's impressive. Uh, made lunch, you know, for school, made my breakfast. Then when I sit down to eat my bowl of cereal, then I'll look at my phone. I'll look at my email, check Twitter real quick, see what's happening while I'm watching the news, and then uh, then I'm ready for the day. I-, I check the phone first thing in the morning every day. Oh, my Every day. God. You, and if there's an alarm, what do you on find? It, Anything good? Is there? Well, has usually, there been a, ever been a morning you went? Thank God, I looked at this right away. I mean, I do have my 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 ticker notifications that come across on you know that I usually read through. I don't really open my phone first thing, I guess, but I do see if I missed any headlines, kind of throughout whatever my apps I use. Huh. Wow. I. I. This is not. I just. Everybody's got a different thing, and the reason we're talking about this is because uh, TikTok, which we now know that neither one of us use, the CEO of TikTok was on Capitol Hill today. We'll get into some of that, and I'll read. We've got a lot of answers coming in to our text question of the night. What social media platform do you use most often? And while you're on there, are you worried about your personal information? And if you don't use social media, I'd like to hear that too. Uh, We hear Tommy very limited on social media. Little do you know that he's probably tweeting and texting and or tweeting and TikToking. What was that? I'm on my phone right now. now. Yeah, you're he's he's on the phone. All right, we're gonna do this. Then there's more. It's WTFJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights, the text question of the night. What social media platform do you use most often? And do you worry about your personal information when you're on there? Uh, from the 712. Facebook for the grandkids, a TikTok for entertainment. I gave up on worrying about my information. I'm not that important. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, from the 712, another one, Facebook for friendship. 773 says, I, I used to have Facebook and Instagram, but now I only use Twitter. I stopped using Facebook because I felt my privacy was not safe. All right, the 262. I know a real estate agent who uses TikTok to show houses online with silly dances throughout them. Yeah, that would be a realtor that I would choose not to. Maybe, now granted, I'm not the demographic for a realtor who's on TikTok. They're probably going for first-time homeowners, young people, uh, who are on TikTok looking to buy a house. That's not me. See, here's, here, to me, this is what TikTok is. And Tommy, in your limited experience, maybe you can back me up on this. TikTok is porn stars and crazy dances. No. No, there's a lot of good information on there too. I, I I know people who have used it for a lot of quality things. My gripe with TikTok is its search engine 
is not very productive to me. So oh, if really? I if I see something and I didn't save it or like it, finding that again is very difficult unless you remembered the name of the creator kind of thing. Uh, now, what about uh, I've heard different things about the their algorithm. Like if you and I guess Instagram is probably the same thing. Because if you like a couple of things in one specific genre, then that's all you're going to see on your feed. Yep, yep. That is also my uh, perception of it, too. That's what I dealt with whenever I had it. Th- there is some quality stuff on there. Maybe that's why I think it's there. only porn stars and stupid yeah. <laughs> I also remember finding music on there pretty well, too. Like, Oh, wow, okay. That was a fun place to find music when I would do it. All right. Uh, from Judy B in the 708, I only use Facebook. I haven't put any of my personal information on my account. I don't use my full name and I don't post. I mostly use it to find out things happening in my neighborhood, all right? And Mike does not use social media at all. Never did, never will. Too much info. for my Too much info for my brain to absorb. And I still do consider myself very well informed. Uh, I'm as in the loop as anyone else. At working with family and friends, I don't miss a beat compared to anyone else. Good for you, Mike. That's nice. Well, you know, you've been hearing the news. Everybody's all worked up about TikTok because um, there's some Chinese ownership. So the CEO of TikTok was on Capitol Hill today being attacked by both Republicans and Democrats. So it's good to see that we can finally come together as a nation when it comes to something important like social media. We can get some bipartisan support around worried about TikTok when, you know, healthcare and the economy and everything else we're going to argue about. But that's good. Listen, listen, you got to start somewhere, right? A little bipartisanship never hurt anybody. So according to uh, according to one legislator, uh, the House Energy and Commerce Chair, Kathy McMorris-Rogers, says TikTok surveils us all and the Chinese Communist Party uses this as a tool to manipulate America as a whole. Your platform should be banned. I expect today you'll say anything to avoid this outcome. Now, uh, Mr. Chu is a 40-year-old Singapore native. He argued that the, the, uh, the app should remain accessible because they're using privacy protections. They've got a firewall against foreign interference. They've added something called the, uh, the Texas, Texas uh, solution or something. So everything from America, all American information, is going down to Texas. It's all being taken care of, stored in Texas by Oracle. It's all, um, all being run by uh, American citizens. And uh, you know, so they're like, no, it's everything is good. Don't uh, don't take us out. We want to be there now. TikTok, as you know, is is already banned on all foreign, not foreign, all uh, federal government devices. So you know, no more President Biden sitting in the uh, the back of the tank, the uh, his big limo, looking at uh, looking at TikTok. It's called Project Texas. I knew that was it was Texas in there. Sorry. Um, it's a $1.5 billion plan that TikTok has put into place. The CEO said it routes all user data in the U.S. to domestic servers owned by Oracle. Uh, so it's, according to them, American data stored in Amer- on American soil by an American company overseen by American personnel. But that didn't stop some. Here's, uh, here's what I find funny. If you are a legislator and you are going to be talking to a tech CEO... Don't you think you should probably know how the internet works? 
This is a this is an embarrassment. Uh, if you remember seeing clips from when Mark Zuckerberg was on Capitol Hill testifying, when uh, anybody is on Capitol Hill testifying about tech, you realize that these out of touch legislators, who mostly are people in their fifties and sixties and seventies, have no idea what's going on. Um, Representative Richard Hudson is a Republican from North Carolina, and he was the latest in the line of legislators who really showed his lack of intelligence when it comes to the internet. Mr. Chu, does TikTok access the home Wi-Fi network? Only if the user turns on the Wi-Fi. I'm sorry, I may not understand the So if I have a TikTok app on my phone and my phone is on my home Wi-Fi network, does TikTok access that network? It will have to, to access the network to get connections to the internet, if that's the question. Is it possible then that it could access other devices on that home Wi-Fi network? Congressman, we do not do anything that is beyond any industry norms. Um, I believe the answer to your question is no. It could be technical. Let me get back to you. Okay, I'd appreciate it if you could answer that. Mr. Chu. I'd appreciate it if you could answer that because I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But, uh, you know, if I'm using a Wi-Fi device, does it get on my Wi-Fi? And then can it infect all my other devices that are on this Wi-Fi? Sir, have you ever used the internet before? That would have been my response. Uh, this guy's tried, you know, to protect his company. But I would have gone, yeah, you know what Wi-Fi is, right? You know what a network is, right? They're not valid questions. Everybody knows any app, if you're uh, if you're at home, is using that network. Just like any computer is using whatever network is available. If, you're, if your computer is hardwired in, you're using the, the, the hardware, but you're still getting on your network. You're not, it's, it's not magic. And if I'm on Facebook, if I'm on Twitter, if I'm on TikTok on my phone, I'm joining the Wi-Fi network, but that phone is not able to get on other devices. All right. Yeah, let's do this, and then, uh, oh boy, then there's more. It's WTMJ Night. All right, we're back. WTMJ Night. You want to get in on the program? We'd love to have you. 855-616-1620. It's the Old National Bank. Talk and text line, Old National Bank, get old. Our text question of the night, what social media platform do you use the most? And if you are using them, do you worry about your info when you are on there? Uh, I'm always worried about information, but, uh, you know, if you're smart, you use all the privacy settings, you do all that. Uh, 262 says lots of idiots do banking on public Wi-Fi. Yes, and devices on a network can be hacked, but not by the app. It's if you're using your phone, if you're on another computer, if you're a hacker, yeah, you can get on there. But the apps aren't what's doing it. You know, you have to be, you have to, that's just not how it works. All right. Anyway, uh, were you watching, the, you've been watching any of the NIT tournament, Tommy? Yeah, I've been watching the Badgers a little bit. Badgers come back, big win the other night. Yeah, big come win. Come back, beating Oregon, 61-58. Nice. Uh, knocked them out of knocked uh, the ducks out. Bye bye. See you later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're gone. But during the during the game, did you see the one Oregon fan? I did with his badly scrawled sign. I, I did and, see this. Now that was a that was not only a hot take; it was a hot and dumb take. Uh, this guy 
scrawled on, I don't, listen, you're in college. Write a better sign. But it said cheese curds are overrated. Now, this is a problem on two fronts. Uh, I am not the only one to do this. He, here's how he spelled overrated. We'll see if you can figure it out. Uh, cheese curds are overrated. That's, you know, blatantly wrong. But then he spelled overrated, O-V-E-R-A-T-E-D. And this did not this did not go past or get past the people calling the game or studio analyst Jordan Cornette because he wasn't about to let this injustice pass. So Jordan Cornette took this guy to task like this. The play of Wisconsin and not the play of Oregon, but an egregious spelling mistake. I'm deeply troubled by a spell mistake, but just the overall statement by this young man, this Oregon fan. This guy right here says cheese curds are overrated. For one, they are not overrated. Right. A true threat to society to even believe such a thing. But he misspelled overrated. It has two R's. What are we even doing here? Let's see if I can get it all in this. There's your little English tutorial. What are we doing, man? And cheese curds, I love them. Not entirely an indictment on the academic standards in Oregon. Nevertheless. Yes, it is an indictment on the academic standards at Oregon. We're going to go out on a limb. We're going to say people who go to the University of Oregon cannot spell. That's it. I don't know if it's the fog. I don't know if it's all the coffee. I don't know if they're, if it's the proximity to Russia. Whatever it is. All the decriminalization of drugs there. It could be. They're that, just all you know, gooped up on GOP. They're high. Just saying. They're wandering around. They don't know how to spell. But, all right. We're going to get into this, uh, you know, not the spelling part, but the overrated part. Because I was looking at this and I'm like, I don't think cheese curds are overrated. I love them. But there's a lot of things that people love that you may think are overrated. So that's kind of what I want to hear from you at 855-616-1620. Something that you just believe is overrated. It could be food. It could be fashion. It could be a sports team. It could be an athlete. It could be anything and you just don't get the hype, you don't understand it, you don't agree with it. Um, but yeah, I don't know why this guy... Now, this is the second time, as I was reading this, uh, I didn't realize there was a sacrificial burning of a cheesehead hat in New York last week that was televised as uh, people were... Uh, it was a Jets player burning a cheesehead hat after the news of Aaron Rodgers' you know, ultimate imminent uh, departure became public. So there's a, man, there's a lot of anti-cheese and anti-Wisconsin sentiment out there, and I'm not uh, I'm not falling for it. I'm not buying it. I don't like it. And I think we need to fight back. Now, if, if Oregon had a signature type of food that we could mock, I'd say let's mock it. Um, they don't. What do they, what do they have out there? Squid? Nothing. Uh, I don't know what happens up in Oregon. Never been there. I think the only I think the only thing I know that came out of Oregon and it might actually be a Washington is uh, Twilight. And I didn't read the books or see mm. the movies, but I know my daughter was on a trip out there and they took a Twilight tour uh, to different places. So I think it was Oregon. Okay, I can double check that. All right, Oregon craft beer way overrated according to the two six two. The movie Titanic overrated says Bobby. Yeah, I. That was over. I think, I think this. Uh, I, th I think this. Uh, Forks, Washington. I, that's where Twilight is. Washington. All mm -hmm. right, I was wrong, but that's why I said it was e either one of those. Um, 
So, you know, uh, I think this everything, everywhere, all at once is overrated. I watched about half of it. Oh, Snooze. No. Out. Sorry, Tommy. Darn, Couldn't do it. Brian. Overrated. Um, I think all the all the love for hard seltzer is overrated. Okay. Yeah, I can get behind that. Not a fan. I don't get it. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not a 22-year-old girl who's trying to keep a beach body going. Uh, or And I'm also not an influencer. So I would say vacationing to the East Coast, overrated. That's oh. that's in my in my opinion. After being on both coasts, I mean, East Coast has nothing on the West Coast. I mean, it's not even close. Like Florida, if, if they didn't have Florida, what would the, the East Coast would not have? It. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, Myrtle you, Beach got, is all right, but meh. I know people who love Maine, but. Uh, the beaches all seem rocky and it never seems warm, so that's no reason to have a beach. Um, you know, maybe go to Boston just uh, for a little history, but yeah, that's not uh, not a place that I'd be like, all right, I'm going to spend a week there. All right. So East Coast vacations, overrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, 262 saying In-N-Out Burger. Overrated. Overrated, yes. A hundred percent. Like, imagine thinking In-N-Out Burger is better than Culver's. Well, that's silly. It's wrong. Imagine being a California uh, person living in California. I was not a Californian, but I lived in California. And thinking In-N-Out Burger was better than Fat Burger. You're on acid. Oh, okay. There's no chance. Fat Burger dominates. There's also just Tommy's, way more... Tommy's Chili Burgers are better than In-N-Out Burger. There's just way more places to eat in California where like eating fast food isn't as appealing. Well, and also the fast food out there is, you know, it's it's places that have been around forever. Sure. Like Tommy's is a small chain. They do chili chili burgers really good. In-N-Out, I know people, people go crazy for it, but it's because you can't get it other places. I guarantee you. If an In-N-Out burger opened here, the first month it would be packed. And then people would go, yeah, but like you said, Tommy, I like a butter burger better. You know? Um, okay. Oh, they have a secret menu. Big whoop. No, thank you. No, don't like it. Uh, so, But this cheese curd thing, this cheese curd thing uh, got me. Because I, now my wife does not like cheese curds. I don't know. Uh, I didn't know this before we were married. Uh, it's been a 30-year struggle. Yeah, it feels like that's to... something you should know before you're married. Well, you're right, Tommy, and I hope you take. I hope you learn from me. Yeah. I hope I am a cautionary tale wow. for you because uh, certain things d- did not come up when we were, uh, you know, dating, when we were engaged, when we were planning our nuptials. The unfortunately, the topic of cheese curds never came up, but I knew. I knew my wife's taste in food was a little mm, pedestrian, I think is a good way for me to put it. Because the first time I took her to an Italian beef stand and we ate standing up, she was like, what is this? Where, where do we sit? Why?" It? I was like, oh boy, all right, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> oh no. We got a lot of work to do. We'll get this done. You'll be, you'll be fine. Um, uh-oh, here, here is a hot take from the 414. Cream puffs, way overrated. I don't hate that take at all. You do, you you don't like the uh, cream puffs either. I mean, I'm not going to turn down a green, cream puff, but I don't go to State Fair to get a cream puff. No. Okay. 
Well, that's see right there. You are uh, you're swimming against the tide. I get that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, hey, I'm all for okay. I'm all for the cheese curds. I'm all for you know that that argument. That's crazy. But cream puff. I mean, it's whipped cream, people. If I'm at the state fair, I'm not going to pass it up. But am I going to make a special trip to go get it? Probably not. Okay. Am I going to? Now, I did get excited at Christmas when they were doing uh, like chocolate ones. It's like, all right. Now, yeah, you're, now you're tempted Yeah, maybe that would more. make me more intrigued. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. Um, so I don't like to. So for me, I can't go with they're overrated. Just they're not, they're not something that I make a special trip for, you know? But so I guess that is overrated. Uh, Al says fun in quotes gatherings. <laughs> Al, Al, that does not surprise me. As we we hear from Al all the time, um, I think I think it's fair to say Al is a bit curmudgeonly, which is what I like about Al's texts. They always they always have an air of leave me alone. Uh, so so that's it. Oh man, Tommy, you're getting backup. From the 262, 100% agree. Cream Puff's way overrated. That's what we're talking about. What do you think is overrated? Because this punk from Oregon said that cheese curds are overrated. 855-616-1620. It's the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. We'll get to more of your texts. Jump on the line. Give us a call, too, if you'd like. It's WTMJ Nights. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. What's overrated, in your opinion? 855-616-1620. I am going to to stick behind this that uh, cheese curds are not overrated. I first had cheese curds uh, at a bar in southern Illinois. And it was it was one of the greatest things I've ever had. Now I've had cheese curds all over Wisconsin. I, uh, I love them. I don't understand why people don't. I like them fried, obviously. I like them non-fried, just right out of the package. Um, I've never like skimmed any off fresh. Do you enjoy them with ranch marinara? Uh, marinara, I like them with plain old yellow mustard too. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, that's how I first had them uh, with yellow mustard, and I don't like ranch on anything, Tommy. Okay, sorry. Wow, that's no, that's, that's crazy. It's not so your you fault. think ranch is overrated then? Ranch is a hundred percent overrated. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a tough anything. One for me. Ranch is overrated. Wow, chicken ranch wrap, to ranch this ranch is ranch is a hundred percent overrated. I got Don Summer and designer mustard. Don and designer Greenfield are overrated. <laughs> Don and Greenfield saying weddings called in to say weddings overrated. That's a hot huge take. weddings are overrated. Yeah, Don, agree a hundred percent. Wow, I is, I love a wedding, man. I I haven't even been to one where I was over the age of twenty one, and I cannot wait to go to another wedding. <laughs> I don't think the I don't think a wedding itself. I think the big lavish bridezilla kind of weddings where people go into unbelievable um, unbelievable debt or they've you know they're they're blowing what they could and this is the old man I mean they're blowing what they could spend on a down payment for a house mm. just to have a wedding sure. because of the oh you know it's the bride it's always the bride's special day. Y'all, you ever wonder why it's not the groom's special day ever? Well, that's the probably has because to do with this? they'd be in the courthouse if they wanted to. You know what I mean? It doesn't really matter, I think, usually. Yeah, but it's also that that crazy fairy tale uh, princess thing. 
that a lot of women still operate on. My daughter doesn't even have a boyfriend, but she knows where she wants to have her destination wedding, and she's been watching Say Yes to the Dress since she was in high school, and all this crazy stuff geared at, at building up this facade of, oh, you're going to meet your soulmate. Soulmates are overrated, 100%. <laughs> no soulmate. Uh, you know, you, you know. So that's that's overrated. Spoken like a Let's, true married man, if I would say so, honestly. Yeah. I, but I didn't say marriage was overrated. Okay. I said the over the bloated ceremony that costs a ton of money is overrated. Right. Right. You're just, you know, get the piece of paper, get it official and, you know, go well, on you, your no, way. You can have a nice wedding with your friends and family and not spend $100,000. True. You know, I listen, we had a nice a nice size wedding. Uh, open bar, Tommy. You would have loved it. You drink all night. Yep. No big deal. I'm gotta not gotta have the open bar that. at the yeah, at the can, wedding. Oh, if you have a cash bar at your wedding, why don't you just uh, put a bucket out front? Right. So just people can just drop yeah. Cash in. Don't even put a down payment down on a house after. No, don't do anything. Don't uh, and you better walk there because if I see you in a limo, I would say you know what? You could have bought us a couple shots for that limo. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Portillo's from Chuck and Racine. Portillo's Italian beef overrated. Mr. Beef uh, in Chicago so much better. Uh, that, that, uh, Aaron Rodgers overrated from the 262. College overrated, apparently, uh, based, on, based on the Oregon sign. Uh, carnivals are overrated from the 708. Who really loves carnivals? I agree. Uh, carnivals are scary death traps, but I don't know if people... Uh, now, here's another hot take. Bacon is overrated. It's typically full of fat, preservatives, and doesn't need to be paired with everything as some restaurants promote. I will agree with the second part of that statement, 262. I will disagree 100% with the first part. Bacon deserves all the accolades it gets. No doubt about it. Does it need to be in everything? No. Do I need it on top of a donut? Probably not. But does it sit well on top of a cheeseburger or wrapped around a filet or just, you know, nice and crispy sitting next to a pile of eggs on your plate? 100%. Oh, here we go. 414, Krispy Kreme overrated. Also agree that cream puffs are overrated. Lastly, I agreed with you weeks back. Bagged ice is not overrated. Thank you. Yes. Oh, that was a while ago. I remember that. Yeah. Bagged ice, not overrated. Yeah. Bagged ice, 100% worth everything. Krispy Kremes also, I don't. I got to say, not overrated. All right, we can keep these going. More are coming in. That's going to be great. We're going to uh, take a break now, though, because we got things to do on WTMJ Nights. All right, we've got a few more things that are overrated. Uh, from 262, Starbucks, way overrated. 708 says electric vehicles are overrated. Chris and Racine, American cheese on everything is overrated. And Jason will get the final word. Debating what is overrated is overrated. College educations. College education. It depends on what you're going into. Correct. I tend to agree more and more as time goes on. Um, uh, pro athlete salaries. So I, I guess I lied. Uh, Jason, you didn't get the last word, but that's all right. On the other side of the news, we open up the drive through window as we do every week here on WTMJ Nights. Tommy and I, a lot of, uh, lot of food stories. You can see where our interests lie. We'll get to all of that and so much more after the news. And that news comes your way right after this on WTMJ. The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. 
Yeah, we'll let the saxophone play for a minute. Second hour of the big program, all leading up to Brewers Weekly with Dominic Catronio. That at 8 o'clock, of course, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talk and text line. Jump in, be part of the show, because uh, once a week when Tommy and I are together, not only are we talking about all sorts of things, uh, but we must turn to one of our true loves, which is food, and that means it's time to open the drive through window. Welcome to Kid Burger, home of the Kid Burger. Can I take your order? One Krabby Patty, hold the mayonnaise. Dude, this is a Wendy's restaurant. We eat fast food quite a lot. We talk about it even more. Let's visit the WTMJ Nights drive through window with Brian Noonan. Oh, uh, it's always fun to open the drive through window. Uh, feel free to jump in, pull up to the speaker, talk into the clown's mouth, and uh, tell us what you think. I This one actually has, well, first of all, Tommy, thank you. You sent me a uh, drive through window story early this morning. You're welcome. Which got me going. Mm-hmm. And I have actually two stories from one, one restaurant this week. Not, and we've got yours, and then you said you had another one, too. Let's I do. See if, uh, let's see if we pulled the same one. This big news, big news. After removing popcorn, chicken, and several other items last month, KFC in the news because they are adding chicken nuggets to menus nationwide. They didn't have chicken nuggets? No. They had popcorn chicken, and they had the regular chicken, which I don't have it. I have it maybe twice a year, and every time I have it, I'm like, man, I love this chicken. I love the extra crispy. I love the original recipe. I love it. But they, in a statement, they said, quote, as the original fried chicken experts, we're introducing a chicken nugget made the way only KFC can, hand-breaded with our distinctive original recipe of 11 herbs and spices. Uh, that's going to be good. Now, that's a chicken nugget that uh, that I may be interested in. I, I'm amazed they didn't have chicken nuggets. I don't have KFC all that often. I, I will say that notoriously... Not great customer service wherever I go with it. Okay. Um, so I usually avoid it. But, you know, could just be a couple of bad eggs out there. Uh, but I do agree that it does taste good when I have it. So no, no complaints on the taste yeah. of the food. All 11 herbs and spices work together to create a symphony in your mouth that is uh, nothing short of miraculous. That may be hyperbole. But it was... it's. It's really good. But yeah, you're right. You would think now I don't know if they had had there's nothing in here that says they had nuggets way in the past, but I think they had stayed away from it. I think they were marketing the popcorn chicken as an alternative to nuggets because when you think nuggets immediately you're, you know, you think of the other fast food places that uh have the nugs. So they they decided to add the men the nuggets to the menu after a quote unquote wildly successful test run at select locations ne- next last year. Rather, uh, KFC made plenty of room for new items. They got rid of the popcorn chicken, Kentucky Fried Chicken wings, Nashville hot sauce. I don't, I don't know if that made room on the menu. Strawberry lemonade and chocolate chip cookies. Now, see, I didn't know they had strawberry lemonade or chocolate chip cookies at uh, KFC. Mm. Yeah, I think I, I knew they had cookies. Do you? Do- yeah, that sounds right. Like you could get like a meal with like cookie as a side or all something right. with it, maybe. I know they used to have those bowls that had all kinds of stuff in them. Oh, dude, those were 
Those were pretty good. But were just they? Yeah, it just felt like crap after though. Like you just knew there was no nutritional value in it, but it was so tasty. Well, and that had the popcorn chicken in it, right? Yep, yep, right in the okay. mashed potatoes. Yeah, and there was corn and gravy. Yep, mm-hmm. famous. Bowl. I don't eat gravy, so I don't. Uh, you know, I don't have the KFC you don't eat gravy. Gravy? Oh my gosh! Oh. I'm learning so much about you tonight. Yeah. Now, no, I love the I everything else there. I like the biscuits, the mashed potatoes, the you know corn, all kind of stuff. Uh, I don't like I don't like gravy except for like biscuits and gravy. Okay, I like I love that. Um, that may be the only gravy I make it. No, take that back. I make a brown gravy when I make a meatloaf. So, but I make it like instead of using you know you get that package of gravy mix and you're supposed to use a cup of water. I use a half cup of water and a half cup of red wine. So, you know, kicks the gravy up a couple notches. Tastes good. All the alcohol cooks off, allegedly, after I boil it. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's big news to me. And a five-piece, five-piece is a dumb. You, they're going to have five-piece, eight-piece, 12-piece, and 36-piece orders. Five pieces is dumb. That's a go huge six, jump. Jeez. Yeah, go six to 12. That's it. You don't need I'm going to eat five. Uh, I could eat six. Now am I going to eat eight? Yeah, I'll eat eight, you know. But what I eat, if I had to get... Five or ten, or six or twelve. I'm, a, you know, how big are the nuggets? I got to go twelve. Then yeah. if it's you and me just sitting around chopping it up, we go thirty-six together. We get some, uh, get some dipping sauces. Oh yeah, some taters. Uh, KFC's chicken pot pie, delicious. That coming in from the seven oh eight. A lot of, a lot of people jumping in on the. Uh, they enjoy the drive-through window. All right, so that's big news on my part. So that's KFC story number one. Tommy, you said you had a story. Yep, I got two of them. Uh, both kind of related and both kind of quick, and they both involve new menu items that I've heard. Ooh. So they actually right. just recently opened up a Dunkin' Donuts in my realm of Cudahy right now. So big deal that it's first coffee store they got really at all. And oh, really? Yeah, I don't think there's anything specifically coffee, like a Starbucks Dunkin' or Caribou. Wow. I don't know what else would be. Um, but yeah, I, I usually just get McDonald's coffee or something if I do anyway. But okay. now competing, it sure seems like with McDonald's, Dunkin' added breakfast tacos yesterday to their menu. Um, I they, saw this. They, uh, the flour tortillas... Uh, might seem like it should be at the Taco Bell menu, but the uh, tacos are stuffed with scrambled eggs, melted cheddar cheese, fire-roasted corn, and topped with a lime crema for the culinary-crafted tacos. Yes, so definitely something to try. Not really looking forward to it, though. Kind of scared of it. I. This is my thing with Dunkin' Donuts. I have... You're great at donuts and coffee. Mm-hmm. That's your that's your gig. I know that it's you know the amount of money being being spent on breakfast, which is why everybody's trying to get into it. Wendy's getting it got into breakfast. Of course, you know McDonald's is always doing breakfast. Uh, Taco Bell, we talked about before. They've got breakfast now. You're a fan of that. Yep. Uh, so why can't we just you know they started with the the goofy. Uh, it was like a croissant sandwich. It wasn't the croissant sandwich. That was at Burger King. But they tried that. They try, they're they trying all this stuff. How about you just 
keep making top-notch donuts and muffins. I mean, they do. They still do, I think. Well, I know. It hasn't it hasn't wavered away from, you know, what they're good at, and they also changed their name because they wanted to get away from that. Right. They're not Dunkin' Donuts, they're just Dunkin'. Just Dunkin', no. I know, but it, it's not. It's, and and I'll, I'll quickly rattle off this next one because this one is supposedly yes. a rumor, but it looks pretty well leaked right now that, um, Brian, I, I'll ask you, would you rank these in your top three right here? Peanut butter, ice cream, and uh, puppy chow, if you had to rank those three. Oh, boy. Peanut butter, ice cream, and puppy chow. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can see where this is going, and I, <laughs> Ron, very upset that I called it Dunkin' Donuts. They're just Dunkin'. Ron, unless you work for the company, um, I'm going to still call it Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> if Dunkin' wants to sponsor the drive-through window we'll, on we'll, WTFJ yep. nights, I will call it nothing but Dunkin'. For sure. And I will, I will, I will over enunciate Dunkin', and the word donut will never come out of my mouth. <laughs> But until then, I'm still calling it Dunkin' Donuts. That's <laughs> that's how our sales force should go in. Listen, he's going to mispronounce your uh, restaurant, but if you sponsor it, he's going to be all over it. Everyone knows who you're talking about either way. Right. And Well, Dunkin' is still the first word when I say Dunkin' Donuts, so just plug your ears when after you hear the n, no, oh, no, he's going to say donuts. N, earmuffs. And then know how long it takes me to say donuts. Uh <laughs> Rod is not going to relax. He's a, he's avid about this. Okay. Um, all right. So, all right. I'm going to have to say ice cream number one. Wow. I like peanut butter with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm-hmm. I like puppy chow. That that two and three is a hard one. Can I tie it to? No, I got to make it be make a decision. Be decisive. I'm gonna go ice cream, puppy chow, peanut butter. Okay. Well, guess what? You can get them all together in one now. Sure seems like this summer blizzard at Dairy Queen that they're gonna release what? Uh, is a peanut butter, puppy chow blizzard at Dairy Queen. That sounds so amazing. Oh. I am extremely excited to try that. Uh, it leaked on uh, socials yesterday, or like a week ago, it looks like. Just saw it yesterday. Oh and when I saw the picture for it, I can send it over to you. It looks about as delicious as you can imagine. It sounds it sounds delicious. Yes. And I know I know Culver's does their concretes, um, which are great, but there's something about that old school Dairy Queen blizzard. Flip it upside down. That is just... Yeah. Oh man, it, it is great. And I, I remember when they first came out with those. Everybody's like, "What?" Because you think back when I was a kid and we'd have ice cream at home. If if we put Hershey's syrup on it or anything else, we'd always stir it up and make basically make a blizzard before there was such a thing as a blizzard. All right, the drive-through window is open. If you want to jump in, 855-616-1620, the old National Bank talking text line. We got to do this then. We'll keep the window open. Why not? It's WTMJ night. Brian Noonan, WTMJ nights. The drive-through window is open, covering all things fast food and restaurant-related. Uh, Tommy, you did send me this picture of the peanut butter puppy chow blizzard that is allegedly coming out uh, this summer. Man, oh man, it looks good. It's dangerous. That is going to be looks dangerous. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm trying. Thankfully, there's no Dairy Queens really close. There's one out near my mom's house that's been there since well before I was born. So when I go to her place, that may be because it's funny. Sometimes we'll go out there, and after we leave, either my wife or daughter will go, Can we go to Dairy Queen? Yeah, you're never going to. What? I'm going to go, No, we're not going to Dairy Queen. All right. Another drive through window story. This is, I, I, I'm not a fan of this particular move. McDonald's has expanded its partnership with Krispy Kreme. That, though, so far they're only doing it at 160 restaurants in Louisville and Lexington. But the theory is if it goes well, it's going to go over. The chain now serves three types of Krispy Kreme donuts the original glaze, the chocolate iced with sprinkles, and the chocolate iced cream filled donut. Uh, no, we don't need to cross pollinate. We don't. Uh, McDonald's has fine breakfast offerings, and there's. I I guess if you're not close to Krispy Kreme, and somebody earlier when we were talking about um, things being overrated said Krispy Kreme is overrated, which I don't agree with. But there's something about seeing that hot donut now light and getting getting those Krispy Kremes right. Oh man, is there still the icing is still dripping off them? You can't beat it. That's why if you buy a Krispy Kreme like at, a, at the store, the grocery store or anything, they're just not as good. That's why people think they're overrated. You have to go in to an actual Krispy Kreme to get those donuts. Have you ever had Krispy Kreme, Tommy? Uh, very few times. I would say probably once or twice. And it was good. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I, I'm a fan. I, I liked it. But you know, I don't know where the closest one is, even to me. There aren't, there aren't too many anywhere outside of the south they they tried to go nationwide for a while and then a lot of them closed down now a few have opened again out near, right near my mom they opened one that's very a very fancy crispy cream kind of a got a nice little cafe feel they make they make a regular coffee that rivals duncan Ooh. donuts <laughs> i said it again ron um their car their regular just regular old crispy cream coffee is delicious um I once, in Augusta, Georgia, crossed six lanes of traffic in my car because as I was driving past, the hot donut light went on, and I was on a six-lane highway, and I did a hard left, crossed all six lanes without getting hit just to get a hot donut. It's amazing I'm still alive. Wow. Good for you. There you go. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. I, I didn't think it all the way through. I was like, oh, my God, and I just turned the wheel hard. <laughs> I guess it's Thank like God it's like when you coming. see it pop on in the moment. You know you got to get over there. I get you. Oh, they couldn't have been more fresh. They just turned on the light. These were, these were coming straight off the conveyor. I would have liked at some point to just be on that conveyor uh, as you go through the uh, – because if, if you've ever been in one and you watched it, as the donuts come down the line, they go through like a frosting fountain. And it's just a curtain of frosting, icing coming down on these donuts. And I was like, I wonder what it would cost uh, me just lay there and go through there and get all covered up in icing, like a car wash. Weird. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly what it. Imagine a car wash with ice cream or with icing. That's what it is. All right, last uh, last story here on the drive-through window. Uh, we mentioned KFC before, and they're begging you. We, we've actually talked about KFC and TikTok on this program earlier. They're tied together because TikTok, uh, boy, they love doing pranks and 
sending out misinformation. So um, they have they put rumors up on TikTok. One is a rumor that Duncan uh, throws out its donuts. One TikTok uh, film employee is doing just that. The brand claims, no, we offer a donation program. Well, the latest one says that you can get a free refill on your bucket of KFC. So this viral thing went uh, was posted on TikTok and has 3 million likes. So supposedly, if you go to KFC and you eat your bucket of chicken within 60 minutes, you can get a free refill. And then in the video, they put up a little thing that uh, it's a alleged screenshot of the refill policy. So the guy who did the video went in and said, hey, uh, you know, he ordered his bucket, his eight-piece bucket, sat down and he ate it, and he went back up to the counter, and that person said, oh, uh, you're talking about that one thing? They filled it for him, but KFC is begging you, please, please. It is fake. It is fake. It is fake. They've put made public statements to confirm that this is a hoax. They want to dissuade fans from flocking to their uh, local branch to try it out. They said the bad news is the free bucket refill rumor is a lie. It was that's what they tweeted. Um, they got lots of disappointed uh, comments, but there you go. They did say they have good news: special offers for ten dollars buckets in the app. So don't go to KFC trying. To, first of all, if you're eating, eating an eight piece, bu eight piece bucket and then trying to get uh, trying to get it refilled, uh, do a squat or a sit up. But um, that's that's it. All right, the drive-thru window is now closed. Thank you for ordering. We'll see you again next time on WTMJ Nights. Thank you. Come again. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights. We're here till 8 o'clock. Jump in if you dare. 855-616-1620, the old National Bank. Talk and text line, old National Bank. Get old. Uh, Tommy, somebody, uh, Joe sent us, uh, said there's a Krispy Kreme at Highway 100 in National. Nowhere yeah. near you. No, not even close. But but I appreciate the direction. Yeah, no, we, we we always appreciate people jumping in and giving us heads up. We like that. Uh, all right. Let's talk uh, real quick. They, the, the big schedule came out today for Summerfest. I love Summerfest, but every year I feel that I am further and further away from knowing a majority of the acts and you know i wonder you've heard you've heard the lineup today who are you looking forward to what what show is there one or two artists that you're like i gotta go do you go to the pavilion shows do you just go to the other stages 855-616-1620 that's the old national bank talk text line um i've i've never gone to an amphitheater show I've only, you know, because there's so much, uh, there's so much other music there for a great value that, to me, to me going to Summerfest is about that. It's not about going to the amphitheater, even though there's good acts. Now this year, you know, one, two, three, four, uh, five, five of the. Five of the 12 named acts at the amphitheater are country acts, which I guess are the big tours this year. 
I don't know who else is on tour. Well, Springsteen was just here, but he's not going to play the uh, the amphitheater at Summerfest. So you've got Eric Church, L. King, Zach Brown, Marcus King, um, and then you've got Zach Bryan. And those are your those are your big acts. Then James Taylor, who I love, James Taylor. I saw him. I saw him once, and uh, Jackson Brown opened. I really wanted to see Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown was there. I fell asleep during James Taylor's set because it's so low energy and mellow. <laughs> I actually fell asleep, and I had no. I had not been drinking or doing anything else. I was just. It was a beautiful night. We were outside. Had uh, some lawn green, seats. No, we were in. We actually paid for <laughs> paid for seats. Uh, yeah. And uh, wow, I, I think I slept through two songs before my wife elbowed me. <laughs> Good for and you. Again, it wasn't that I I like James Taylor, but it was not a rousing night of outdoor entertainment. Sure, you know it'd be great for an indoor, an intimate theater indoors. I think when you're when you're going to a show outside, there's got to be some extra energy. Cheryl Crow is there. I know her. Dave Matthews, I know. But then I don't know Odessa. I don't know Drama, Bonobo, QRTR, or AJR. I don't even know if those are acts. Oh, you know, you know AJR. I've played a couple of AJR songs. That's the one where it's. Uh, I, I I got AJRs. So I'll bump back with AJR. Right, yeah, on the way back. yeah. Get us up a little AJR later. Then the other one is Imagine Dragons. I didn't think they were that popular anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, still big still? name. Still? I mean, maybe well, not dropping new name. stuff, but big name. I, well, I, no, I know that. That's what I'm saying. I just didn't know that they were still, like, amphitheater popular. Yeah, I mean, I they still got two acts to announce. I mean, maybe we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, maybe somebody gets bumped in with them. You know? <laughs> Suddenly, Magic Dragons is opening. But, yeah, there's... Um, you know, what do you think was that? Did anybody stand out to you that you needed to go see? Um, that I needed to go see? No, I won't. I won't say that. But I have seen a couple of the country artists before. Uh, I have seen Brett Young. He's a good one to go uh, hang out and see. Probably interested in the Vance Joy as well. Brett Eldridge, um, okay. Fits in the Tantrums. They're fun as well. They are fun. Um, Breland, I've heard a couple of his songs. He's fun. He's like a uh, country artist that kind of mocks it a little bit. So I, I enjoy that one. I'm sure my friends, they'll like to go see NLE Choppa. I'll find myself there. I think so. Uh, I know you'll be there too, Noonan, for that one too. Oh, you yeah. know that. Yep. Um, and then I've heard good things about a couple other bands here, like on that last weekend. So I might try to see what Youngblood and Japanese Breakfast are about, because I've heard good things. Also, Cautious Clay, fan of him as well. Wow, Japanese Breakfast. Yeah, it's a great name. It sounds delicious. <laughs> like, what would you have for Japanese it's Breakfast? It's like the best scotch eggs. Yeah, that would be really good. Um, I like Shiny Ribs. I've seen them before, and here come the mummies. Yep. I wish... Here's what I wish, because I look at this and I go, and I know, listen, they want they want us to come all three weekends. I get it. I would like to take all the bands I want to see and put them on one day. But then it would be, oh, well, they're at 7 and they're at 7, so i got to run back and forth. But there's, there's, a nut, there's always good music. And the thing I like about Summerfest, and this is not, uh, you know, big news, not everybody going, wow, what a hot take. 
just to be able to walk around, I've heard stuff there that I'm like, this is good. I'm going to sit down for a little while. I don't know who these people are. I don't know what they're what they're about, but I like what I'm hearing, and I'm going to sit down and enjoy it. And then there's always a couple a couple acts that you go, nostalgia acts that you wanna you wanna see just and you pray they only do their one hit and then get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got that one. Like Survivor, I want to see c- come out, do Eye of the Tiger, and we're good. Because I saw them at, at <laughs> Brookfield Zoo used to have a uh, Brookfield Zoo used to. <laughs> used to have a concert series, and I saw him at the zoo. So, you know, Debbie Gibson's coming, and we're not even a mall. Flock of Seagulls, Wang Chung. So, Sm- Smash Mouth. I can't believe Smash Mouth is still on the There's on the one where you just hope they play All-Star, and then you can yeah. just go. Yeah. We went to visit my daughter her freshman year in college, and they were doing a big... A uh, big festival, like a parents' weekend festival, you know, where they had, ba- and the headline band was Smash Mouth. Yeah, that's what Tulane like, could bring in. Come on, Tulane. That's what I said. I'm like, we're paying a lot of money for her to come to this school. You get Smash Mouth. I, I remember at Carthage they had T Pain come down, and I was like, Ooh. whoa, that's pretty big for Carthage. Yeah, you know? that beat Smash Mouth. You know, what do we got? A couple songs from Shrek. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's a great that's- soundtrack. Sure it is, but you know, I just you know I'm down I'm down in New Orleans. I want to hear something else. I don't want to see Smash Mouth. But maybe you want to see them at Summerfest. Uh they're there July sixth, uh, so that'll be fun. But uh, yeah, there's there's some good. I do want to see. I would go see Cheap Trick again, just because I worry. Uh, I've seen Cheap Trick a number of times. Big fan from back in the day, um, and Rick Nielsen's had some health issues. So it's one of those where it's like, oh, man, I want to see them one more time, just in case. And this is not wishing ill on anybody. It's just, you know, you have those bands. I saw, I had always wanted to see ZZ Top, and I saw them, and three weeks later, boom. You know, now they're down to two. Uh, Dusty, Dusty Hill died three weeks after we saw him, and I was like, all right, thank goodness I got to see him then. Uh, Japanese. I like the headshot for Japanese breakfast. It's like a woman with a crazy kabuki uh, kabuki doll. Yeah, I just heard a little bit of music from it on uh, on Twitter today, and I was like, oh, okay, I can get down with that. So, like, might might pop my head over and see when they're going. You know, if they're on a day that makes sense for me. Maybe we load up on some weed. We go see Cypress Hill, Tommy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Puff it up. Get crazy. Down for it. <laughs> Yeah. Our own Smokey Robinson. Yeah, you know it. There, <laughs> I always let I always let the guy who gets the last laugh take it to break. That was Tommy's laugh. It's WTMJ nights. Hundred bad days made a hundred good stories. A hundred good stories make me interesting at parties. A hundred bad days made a hundred good stories. A hundred good stories make me interesting at parties. This, did we say? Did you play this before? I, I not today, but I have played. But it before. at some at some point before. Yep. This is AJR. This is AJR. All right. Well, listen, they're going to be at Summerfest. We're going to be at Summerfest. Uh, you can catch Tommy and I seeing Cypress Hill. 
We'll be under a, a giant cloud of uh, smoke. No, we won't, because that's illegal, and we do not want to get uh, we don't want to get busted. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, this is a. Uh, if you could, you know, we're all used to having roommates in college. How many roommates did you have at uh, at college, Tommy? All together, or like, most did of you the live time? like your senior year? Did you live with a bunch of guys? One guy? Nope. I just had one roommate. Women. We one roommate lived off campus. He didn't even go to school. Um, so I just had one roommate. But in my entire college career, I think I've had six or seven. Okay. So now, as you get older, say now you're you're still young. So a lot of people right out of college, they still have a roommate, and that's. You know, that makes sense. You're starting out. Maybe you're not making a ton of dough. Uh, you've got bills to pay. You've got overhead. So it's still it's still okay to have roommates. But now, uh, a lot of people who are way past college age are getting roommates. And the unusual part is it's older, single, empty nesters are choosing to live like, well, like the Golden Girls. It doesn't have to just be women. It'd be, you know, it'd be like if if I was all alone now, and I decided, yeah, I, I don't really want to live all by myself. I want to live with five other dudes, all all kind of my age. So it's all all people in the same demographic. Um, that seems to be happening more and more. That people either go, you know, it's different than if you live in a retirement community. Where you have your own your own apartment or condo or house, and then you come out to like the common areas. You go to the pool or you go to the the clubhouse, and you do that kind of thing. This is where you would decide to live with somebody. Now, having just lived with people, Tommy, looking ahead, say say forty years from now, you're in your sixties, you're retired, maybe you're married. Uh, and your wife uh, passed away, God forbid, maybe you're divorced, maybe you've stayed single all your life because you love playing the field and eating Taco Bell, uh, could you ever see yourself hooking back up with the guys that you lived with before and living together in your golden years like you did in your younger years? Ooh, uh, I don't know. My, my last roommate would be the highest contender for that, but not, okay. not something I'm looking forward to, no. <laughs> no, I... I don't I didn't like having roommates when I was in college. Um I tolerate roommates now and that's what I call my family, my roommates. Nice. Um you know, <laughs> but no. I so I and I liked I always liked living alone. So I could never do this. But I I wonder if I was like my mom. My mom just turned 86. Uh she lives in the house we grew up in, she lives by herself. And, you know, she has her friends over and, and things like that. But I wonder if I was that age, if it would be fun to have somebody around all the time, somebody to talk to, somebody to commiserate with, other people to, uh, you know, share the mortgage or share the rent and share the bills. So, you know, you get a bunch of people who are on their pensions or whatever, and you can make the pension go a little farther. There's more for their kids to inherit. You know, all that kind of materialistic jazz. But um, if it was just me and another guy, no, or a couple guys in a small community, 
No, I, I don't know. That's why this surprised me so. You would think that now... I know a lot of uh, empty nesters go, you know, they move to those communities, like the, uh, the uh, what do they call it, in Florida, the, oh, never mind, the uh, the villages in Florida that started out like a couple little places, and now it takes most of central Florida is the villages. It's a 55 and older, older community where they have their own stores, They everybody drives golf carts, nobody ever has to leave the villages because everything you need is there. There's also a lot of outbreaks of um, sexually transmitted diseases because apparently at the villages, everybody's very randy because they've, you know, they've retired. What they else is there else to do? To, yeah, and the, the women outnumber the men because for whatever reason, guys are dying earlier. So the ladies are down there and they're all, you know, they're all ha having a good time driving their golf carts and going to see movies and stopping at Walmart for their uh, box of rosé for their afternoon get-togethers. So that may be the way to go, but I don't want to. I don't want a roommate. If <laughs> if I were a single a single old man, you know that might be fun for a little bit, but no thanks on this uh, on this roommate deal. Owls are jerks. I'll just say that, and I'll tell you why I say that. After this on WTMJ Nights. I'm so glad to know you. Wow, yeah. Bringing it down a little bit. Smooth as we move into the final I'm few so minutes of WTMJ Nights, making room for Dominic Catronio and Brewers Weekly. Right after the news here in the nighttime. Birds are scary. Owls are even scarier. Four people were treated at a hospital earlier this month after they were, they were attacked by a great horned owl in Ontario, Canada. A spokesperson for Ontario's Ministry of the Environment said the owl attacked two other people, but they did not need medical attention. Owls, you jerks. Uh, the province closed the parks. They have cabins and everything there. The attacks from the aggressive owl happened last week. They're saying that spring is when owls get very, very aggressive like other animals. We've had different reports. Be careful of all animals this time of year because they're all horny and they all are just trying to, you know, if they're not mating, they're attacking everything. Have you ever been attacked by a bird, Tommy? Um, Never seriously. We actually used to own a bird and that thing used really? to bite. Yeah. The bird would bite? Oh, yeah, for sure. Ugh. I don't know. I, I was attacked by birds once, and one of my dogs was. I was going into, we were living in California, and it was springtime, and I was walking into my daughter's school. And from the parking lot to the front door where the office was, there was a line of trees. And I know this sounds like I'm making it up, and I swear I am not. I was walking in, and all of a sudden, this bird came flying out of the tree and started pecking at my head and I was flailing around like a spaz trying to make sure that I got this bird and the bird kept coming at me. So I know everybody and people were watching me and they're like, what, what is this guy doing? And it's like, oh, the bird's pecking my head to a nub. Yeah, you're so much and closer to the air. I am very tall and I'm right up there. The bird must have thought either they were going to grab some hair for their nest or that I was attacking. Uh, I was obviously a threat to this bird. Uh, I've never forgiven birds to this day. I carry a grudge. Uh, a bird attacked our dog in the backyard. 
also in California. Maybe it's California birds. We'll get it figured out. What we also have to figure out is what's going on with the Brewers. Dominic Catronio has Brewers Weekly after the news. I will talk to you again tomorrow night at 6. Thanks for being part of the show. Tommy, thanks as always. We'll talk to you again tomorrow night on WTMJ Nights.